0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oppo,
1: featuring SuperVOOC, lightning quick smartphone charging tech. This is Phoenix Nation on SENZ. This is SENZ, it is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Alpo Ricardo Paul with you for the next hour. Coming up, Clayton Lewis joins us from the Phoenix men's team. Of course, uh, they have a big game against the top of the table, Melbourne City, coming up this weekend. Uh, We're all done for the women's, A-League women's season for the Phoenix. Uh, Daniel McCarty, who calls games here on SENZ for the Phoenix and calls on Sky Sport, the women's games, joins us to review the women's season and uh, give us his thoughts on that squad and, and where they are um, at the moment, uh, looking ahead to a third season. So we'll do all of that, plus take your calls on 0800 150 0800 150 or you can text us 8833 with your questions and your comments on the Wellington Phoenix, because this is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to OPPO. And uh, joining us now uh, off the top of the show to talk, the Wellington Phoenix uh, club that he is uh, tied to and, uh, and a very important member of, of course, is the operations manager, football operations manager at the Phoenix, Sean Gill. G'day, Sean, how are you?
0: Yeah, very well, thank you, So,
1: Yeah, good, thanks, mate, good. Uh, it was a bit of a weird game last night. I don't know if you tuned in, but watching a game start with a drop ball to the keeper at the 21st minute?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it. I was uh, in Sydney for a couple of days at an Women's Women's. Strategy workshop. So uh, I was flying home last night, uh, just as the game was kicking off. So yeah, yeah, but pretty crazy, right?
1: Yeah, pretty crazy. I, I mean, like you know, sort of. Uh, I, I I'm not entirely sure what the thinking was behind it. Uh, I be keen to get you, know, you might have some more insight into this. I talked to a couple of uh, football journalists uh, over the week about this, and and I couldn't figure out. Every other sort of competition I've seen that has a problem like that Sydney Derby had in December, uh, they just go, "Well, you know, these are the fans that cause the problem, so it's a three nil win to this team, and we move on." I'm not sure why the A League didn't do that.
0: Yeah, to be honest, mate, we didn't really get uh, any cons on the on the decision making and, and why uh, they went that way. Um, but we'd we'll have to agree with you, a very strange one too you know, restart a game uh, that had already been uh, started, what was, I think, the 19th minute, you know, 1-0 and, and started that way, you know, and then you also had the, you know, the Scott Jamison uh, double yellow card on the on the weekend and, and a send-off and, you know, he was able to play in that game and then the suspension will be served uh, against us on Monday. So, you know, that that's a good thing, I guess, for us. But, you know, again, another... Another strange decision as to why uh, it wasn't the next game, you know, being last night. You know? Yeah. So yeah, a few, a few weird ones around that, but
1: uh, yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully, nothing you have to worry about in the future, Sean.
0: No, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm not. Sure, I'm not... Uh, our fans are our fans are amazing but i'm not sure they're uh, they're, they're into the type of uh, activities we saw you know way back in the uh, four Christmas there with the two suits of fans I see in that,
1: Melbourne. That, that's going to be a great quiz question at some point isn't it uh what is what is oh, the greatest length of time uh between a brace scored in the same match and it's going to be like three months 18 days and 45 minutes or something Exactly. I'll have to put that one in the memory bank. <laughs> yeah, you do, mate, too. Now, you I mentioned you were over in Sydney uh, at an a, a Liberty A-League meeting there, you know, looking at the future of the league and, and, and what everybody can do. Uh, I mean, one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on was to talk about our Liberty A-League team and uh, how you see uh, the season that we've just had, I think, Fair to say it didn't start how we wanted, but the squad certainly looked stronger than it did in in the first season um so reflecting back on it now uh, where are you with it
0: yeah look i think uh obviously you know we we were disappointed to to come bottom of the table again you know there was uh there was obviously a desire and ambition to to get off the bottom of the table and you know if it had' been really successful then potentially play playoffs right so yeah, you know, I guess uh, ultimately disappointing to finish bottom of the table again, but at the same time, you know, for, for me personally, uh, there were some some real positives. You know, um, <clears throat> I think we saw a progression in the in the, in the team uh, over the course of the season. As you said, it was a it was a slow start to the season, and you know, there's there's some factors that would have uh, that, that potentially go into that in terms of the the length of the pre-season. The quality of the opposition we're able to play against, you know, and the amount of time that the, the the woman were in to start with, you know, so that's one that we've obviously identified for next season as something that needs needs to be addressed. Uh, the preseason and and the length of it, and and you know, hopefully we'll being able to get some some quality games. But you know, by and large, uh, yeah, <laughs> past mark I'm not sure, um, you know, but definitely. Definitely some, some progression uh, there. You know, good to see the emergence of, you know, like the Millie Cleggs, uh, Emma Main, yeah, Michaela Foster, outstanding season for her. Uh, Mickey Foster, uh, sorry, Micha- uh, Michaela Robinson, you know. So there was some, some some good positives there. And then again, you know, there's yeah, yeah, some young players like... Uh, Mackenzie Bowery, Kate Taylor, you know, Chloe Knott, you know, all getting more minutes. So I think ultimately, hopefully, it, uh, it, it will be a benefit for seasons to come.
1: Yeah, and that's what you want, right? You, you, you're building this team. Uh, you're not going to go out and buy it. Um, although, you know, that may change a little bit next season because, of course, we've only got two players uh, from the season on contract for next season, as I understand it. And Alyssa Wynnum and Chloe Knott, where are you with renewals?
0: Yeah, so uh, we're going through a bit of a review process at the moment. So uh, Nat's gone off to uh, Belgium uh, for some professional development stuff uh, tied into the international window. Uh, I think she's following the Belgium team uh, in a couple of games. Uh, so while she's away, she's going to you know, put a bit of a review presentation together and then we'll, we'll go through that with her when she gets back. Um, you know, And part of that will, will be to discuss you know, what it looks like going forward for the A League Women's Programs, players that she would potentially want to keep. Uh and then we're we're still waiting on a, a bit of information out of APLS uh, APL as to the exact start date of the season, which then dictates the start date of the uh pre season and, and the contracts, you know, so um we, we have to wait and see for that before we can start making some final commitments to some players. But, you know, we, we, we definitely want to be moving ahead a lot earlier than what we were last year. So once we get through that review process with that, and once we understand you know, exactly what the season is looking like, then we will be starting to talk to some players you know, more seriously.
1: I, I, the one thing I've taken out of that, mate, is that Natalie will be part of the setup for next season, because obviously if you finish bottom of the league, there's always going to be a question mark
0: yeah look, looks uh sorry just to be clear on that yeah we we'll go through the review process with with that first and and then the you know the club will make a decision on uh, on uh, whether she's uh, the you know the right person to take take it forward uh you know because there are some some definite ambitions with going to a top six next year for playoffs you know to be making that so you know first first and foremost before you know any commitments made to to any staff uh, or players you know we'll do that review process first and foremost and and then, you know, the club will, will make a decision on, on what's best for the programme going
1: forward. On, a, on an upside, um, you know, there were some silver linings to some, um, you know, bad situations, I guess. Uh, you know, starting with your squad captain and number one goalkeeper, Lily Elfeld, ending up being unavailable the whole season. Um, and, and Bree Edwards has really stepped up. I thought uh, uh, she really shone at times this season and kept us in games. Um, what have you made of her development?
0: Yeah, I I I that's agree with you there. You know, it was obviously disappointing for for Lily not to be able to get on the pitch this season. Uh but uh Bree, you know, she stepped up yeah and, and, and did very well during the season, you know, and and Georgia the other night against Adelaide as well. You know, I thought she had a she had a sold outing in that game as well. So, you know, that bodes well for the future, you know. Uh we'll we have to see what, where where things go with the Lily's injury and whether she's one that we can get back into the squad next year and if not, you know, then we we, we start looking at the you know, the Georgia Candies and the and the Brianna Edwards as whether their their really sort of take their number one mantle going through. Uh
1: what about where Alyssa Winham's at? Um obviously she had a great first season. She had a great under twenties World Cup uh, you know, I've talked to Nat a couple of times it, it sounds like maybe a bit of the expectation got to Alyssa um, and you guys as a club have learnt from that and you've got you know mental skills coaches and things involved and sports psychologists to help not just her but the both men's and women's squads. Um, where is Alyssa at do you think? She's got another year of course left on her, on her contract and she does look like a potential star
0: yeah, uh, look, we 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 made sure we did the right thing by Alyssa this year with with things that were going on in her in her life. Um, and she came back towards the back end of the season, and and uh, you know was in a good space. Uh, uh, obviously, she missed a lot of the season, so that made it hard to sort of break into the starting eleven. Uh, but we saw some some cameos off the bench with her, and you know she's still one that we we have high hopes for going forward. Uh, and you know we will put you know, do what we need to do to make sure hopefully she comes back. Well, not hopefully, but that she comes back in the pre-season, you know, firing and, and ready to go. Uh, and as you say, you know, we now have a, a couple of sports psychs working in the club. Uh, and if, if she needs those, that, that assistance and that help to, to continue her development, then, then she'll get that and, and we'll do everything we can to, to, to help her progress her career as she wants to.
1: Uh, I know you mentioned that you gotta have a a debrief with Natalie, um and then and then figure out where the club goes in terms of coaching um before you start signing players. But uh it must be tempting to have a chat to Grace Jarley now that she's off contract at Canberra because uh she seems to have come on a leaps and bounds and if there was one uh position we probably did struggle a bit in this season, it's an out now goal scorer.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh you know, she she had she had a good season. Uh but there there's some other players we've identified as well and you know, we, we're also looking uh, and waiting to see where things uh, go with the, the squad composition. Uh, at the moment, we, you know, we, we we have to have a certain number of Australians in the squad, uh, a certain number of Kiwis, and then sort of visa players we sign come off the Kiwi roster. So we're working with APL and Football Australia on that at the moment. What that looks like, you know, ultimately we would love to be able to go to a scenario where it's basically like the inside and we can sign New Zealand and Australian players without a caveat on it, and then you know visa players are, are, are available to us as well you know so potentially we end up with a squad of say you know 14 to 16 New Zealand players if that's what it is and, and two to four visa players and then a couple of scholarships you know so there's a lot of things to still sort of fall in place to to work out you know what's the best way going forward with the squad but you know someone like Johnny is always somebody you'd be keeping on
1: for sure for sure and when do you think you'll know that you'll have an answer from the uh, from the league on that
0: uh, that's 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 a work in progress at the moment, and we would be hopeful. Uh, probably, what are we looking at right like now? There, there, there's a bit of work to go there, so you know, hopefully by by beginning of June, we would start to have a clear picture. You know, which, but that's not to say we we stop doing any recruitment. You know, there'll be a there'll be a core group that we want to retain, and then you know, you sort of wait for that decision on on what that next next year looks like. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or what the remainder of the squad looks like.
1: Well, I mean, it'd be great to have that uh, clarity before the World Cup, right? So you can scout at the World Cup, particularly right. with so many uh, football fans who are, you know, offshore coming back to play here, and the opportunity to maybe have a few conversations.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely something that's on our radar to be able to chat to some of the fans when they're back. But not only the ferns, you know, we're going to have uh, a number of uh, international teams in the country and. You know, hopefully, uh, between uh, all the venues and, and cities and wait, uh, sorry, in New Zealand, we can turn on a pretty, pretty awesome spectacle, and you know, maybe we, we we get an opportunity to talk to some of the 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 international players, and and they see New Zealand as or in the area. Uh, sorry, uh a-league woman as a, as, a, as a viable option beyond the World Cup for
1: themselves. Yeah, 100%, man. All right. Uh, and before I let you go, Sean, I just wanted to ask you a couple of things around the men's team as well. Um, yes. Thoughts, you know, uh, that, that loss to to Melbourne Victory was, was disappointing from a fan point of view. Would have been disappointing for you as well. Um, you, know, you don't want to lose to the bottom team when you're trying to get a home semi-final. I think it's 23 points now that... You know, uh, we've given away from leading positions, and I think we've we hold the record in the league for for the, taking the lead the most times. Um, have you sat down with you know with Ufi and things and and tried to figure out why that's happening and and what you guys can do about it?
0: Yeah, look, it's uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a big issue for us this season, right? Yeah, you know, taking uh, leads in games, and and you know, then leading some of those slip. Um, it's very hard to to put our finger on exactly what's going on. I think we look at the weekend, you know, we won the lap uh in a in a pretty tight, tight first half, I think, you know, and then the second half we come out a couple of decent opportunities. Uh Baruzo's made a couple of good saves and and then next thing we're conceding two goals from set pieces, you know, which is which is obviously not ideal. So, you know, yeah, definitely a very disappointing result last weekend. Uh know, yeah, three points there would have put a bit more of a gap between us and, and sort of six and, and seven. Uh, and kept us in touch with with fourth you know so um but Uffi and the Ufie and the and the boys will you know they'll, uh and the coaching staff will, will will analyze that and you know they'll analyze uh, Melbourne city uh and what they did last night and and they'll come up with a game plan, and you know we'll go to melbourne city and 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 hopefully you know get some points out of that.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh, You've you got a good record against Melbourne City, in, in the Cups at least. You know, the last, what, two of the last three seasons, I think you knocked them out of the FFA Cup. So that's, that's always nice, mate. Um, wh- what about Ufie? Um Obviously, we all know he's out of contract at the end of the season. Uh, you know, I've heard David Dome on other shows say that, you know, we know he's fielding interest from Asia and Europe. Uh, where is the club on that at the moment? When are you, 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 you going to have to make the call that you definitively know he is or isn't going to be here next season?
0: Yeah, look, the, the the door is still uh, being left open for Ofi, uh Obviously, you know he's he's had a he's had a big impact on on the club over the last four years, and and also you know through through a pretty tough time with COVID and you know, being stuck in Australia and all that. You know, so uh, we we definitely keep the door open, but you know at the same time we we have to start looking at, at what it might look like uh, if Ophi wasn't here, and and there's some some sort of thinking and and, and planning going into that at the moment. You know, so uh I, I would suggest that you know it won't be it won't be uh months that this goes on for you know we're probably starting to talk about weeks because we're obviously got a a season that's about to conclude and, and then we've got some some recruitment that needs to be done for next year which we have to start getting on with you know so uh yeah, I, I think we're probably talking weeks rather than months.
1: Sweet. All right. And you've uh, you've managed to retain Alex for another three years. Uh, a couple of weeks ago that came out. Last I heard you were in discussion with Callan Elliott. Uh, any update on, on, on his contract? No,
0: no further update on Callan at this stage. Uh, you know, things are, are still bubbling away there in the background. Um, and obviously fantastic to have Roofs uh, back for another three seasons. Um, and yeah. So, uh, yeah, at the moment, nothing
1: further to add on, Colin. Yeah, uh, good stuff, Sean. All right, mate. Hey, listen, I appreciate your time. I'll let you go, but uh, thanks for coming on, mate, and uh, best of luck against Melbourne City this weekend, eh? Thank
0: you very much. Appreciate it. good
1: Easter. Yeah, you too, bud. You too. Sean Gill there, the Football Operations Manager from the Wellington Phoenix. It is 20 past three here on SCNZ.